Hello, everyone, and welcome to Viewpoints, where myself, Sharon Kitzman, president of Dominion DMS, interviews our vendor partners out in the industry. And today we are joined by Curtis Nixon, who is president and CEO of Update Promise. Welcome, Curtis. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, I hope that uh, you're having a good day out there. <laughs> I think everyone is. Thank you. Curtis, can you just give us a little bit of uh, background, maybe about yourself in the industry and certainly about Update Promise and what your business does for dealers? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, again, thank you for having me. Um, so what Update Promise is, is a communication tool for new car franchises to keep their customers informed through the service life cycle. We improve the overall customer experience in fixed ops. Um, we started in 2009. My background was I owned a collision center, did work for uh, dealerships, and we created a solution for ourselves, grew that to about 14,000 collision centers across the nation. And then uh, many of our clients were dealer owners and said, what you're doing inside fixed op or a collision, uh, you should pivot over to fixed ops. And we did that roughly in 2018, 2019. And we quickly realized that there was a big opportunity because dealers were using, you know, six to eight different products. And so we set out to build a singular solution for fixed ops focused on improving the customer experience. I hear so many stories about um, folks just like yourself that that start with a solution that you wrote to solve your own problem and then end up making um, a wonderful business out of it. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Is it safe? Is it safe to say that kind of that end to end? And I know you have a wheel of solutions. Is it safe to say that's that's what sets you apart, or is there something unique about your solutions that you would want to share with dealers? You know, I, I think the end-to-end -end solution is one of the big focuses that <clears throat> we saw the need in the industry. Having a singular uh, consumer experience solution around fixed ops, but it's organically grown beyond that, mm -hmm. integrating the various uh, components and other tools. So we have integrations with tool providers building into the consumer experience. We have integrations from the front end of the house to the back end of the house all the way around and really bringing that customer experience so it's seamless is a big differentiator. And then the other thing is how we go about training. Um, you know, a lot of product providers out there <clears throat> will bring in a focus of training the tool and our focus is training the process. And so that may include our tool or it may just include the process of taking care of a customer from online scheduler throughout the whole repair cycle to actually exiting. And the tool is, and the technology is just one component of it. It really is changing the culture of the people in the dealership. And, you know, they're used to doing it one way for a long time. And so we go in really uh, what we call focusing on the pillars of success. And so we have KPIs that we measure on how well they're executing on the process. And then the byproduct is the tool enhances that process. Okay. 
Great. Yeah, it would be criminal to buy a tool and, and then keep the same old process, right? Yeah. Um, technology and process go together. That's fantastic. And you mentioned integration. Um, when you think about kind of the broad software ecosystem that's out there, I think there were 400 vendors at, at NADA uh, last month. Um, that operate in some way, shape, or form inside um, the dealership. How, how do you think our two companies could work together to improve the experiences for our common users and our common future users of our two, um, our two solutions? Well, I think there's a unique opportunity that uh, is casting across the shadow of the industry that a lot of players don't do very well. And that is real-time integration. And when we say real-time, that <clears throat> in today's environment is completely different than it was you know, two, three years ago, right? When you're actually servicing a customer in the drive and you're engaging them and you're using technology on the drive in real-time, especially today's customer, they have very little patience. They expect technology to enhance the experience, not become a hindrance. So partners like us working together, um, which we've been working together here for about four, four years, uh, mm -hmm. you know, getting to know each other and what each other's needs are, being able to have this type of open dialogue and break the, the shadow of what's happened in the past and move forward into what does real-time integration really look like? Uh, you know, it used to be, okay, if we update every 10 minutes, 15 minutes, that's good, right? Customers not gonna wait around for that. This has to be in real-time, instantaneous, bi-directional communication <clears throat> in a way that serves the consumer and the employee. We can't hinder the process. And I think us working together and what you guys are developing from an integration standpoint, and then from our perspective, how we take advantage of that, um, I think it's you know very seamless in coming together and creating a better experience for both the consumer and the user. Right. I know we're in this kind of instant gratification society, right? Where one of these is attached to our hand at, at all time. And to your point, uh, even two years ago, 10 minutes might have been acceptable, but but today it needs to be faster. Absolutely. We find a lot that the dealers <clears throat> and the users, the end users, you know, as soon as you give them something new, they're telling you how it has to be better, right? And it needs to do more. They were on paper before, but now they're experts in telling you, and they've been on the system for you know a couple of weeks, and now they're telling you all the things it needs to do, like exactly you said it, on their phone, um, right. right? So they want right. gratification, and they want delivery of technology at a faster pace than ever before. That's right. That's right. Well, <clears throat> we're not only in an ever-evolving um you know, period in our in our culture, but also in our industry. Um, we mentioned two years ago, 10 minutes might have been acceptable. You know, whoever thought we'd um, experience a chip shortage, whoever thought that the adoption of things like digital retailing and online service scheduling would have been accelerated during the pandemic. 
So with the idea of, you know, what might be in store for us for 2023, are you and your team thinking along those lines and are you developing um, solutions or processes uh, that will help dealers kind of fortify themselves against a possible downturn or take advantage of a possible upturn? Yeah, so I think, you know, looking back, uh, going through the pandemic <clears throat> was horrible for so many people and such a challenge for businesses and individuals alike. But what came out of it was adaptability. And we saw people start to look at things through a different set of lenses and how they view the customer experience. So going through that helped to train the consumer with higher expectations, but it also all of our employees are consumers as well. So it started really shifting their mindset. And so that led us to, okay, as we come out of the pandemic and inventories start to increase, right? Uh, we have to start focusing on the business aspects that we were just kind of letting, you know, kind of run along. And now sales are, you know, changing, right? Inventory is becoming more, they're having to compete. So the big focus on the back end of the house and really start to look at, okay, how do I generate that extra revenue out of my <clears throat> service department, out of my parts department? How do I get employee efficiencies, right? Employees are really tough to get. And so how do we address the exiting of employees, right? Many of them, we don't have new employees coming into the service drive, right? So we're having to train them and using technology to make that easier and quicker uh, adaptability. But then on top of that, creating systems that work well for all the stakeholders. And when we look at that, we wanna look at the OE's perspective, the dealership's perspective, the employee's perspective, and then the consumer, right? And bringing all those stakeholders together to work as a seamless process is where we're really looking at. More than ever coming out of COVID, we see the OEs supporting that movement. Uh, you know, we work with Toyota and Lexus through the MartPath monogram program that came out through sales first. And we are one of the business partners for the service side with SmartPath service uh, uh, monogram and in the service drive. So it's it's been a, a change more than ever. We've had OEs approaching us where we were trying to sell that to them of, you know, look at the digital experience and service. And they'd be like, we're not even in the digital experience on sales uh, yet. And now they're like thrusting on, okay, how do we take what you've done, work together and collaborate to make it even better? What data can we give you? How can we help you improve the customer experience? How do we drive that ecosystem that goes from the front end to the back end, right back into the front end? And so mm -hmm. it, it's really a dynamic shift right now, more than ever. That's that's fantastic to hear. I, I remember when I joined this industry 30 years ago, oftentimes the dealer and the OE were at odds and sometimes the dealer and the consumer were at odds. Yep. And, yep. and sometimes those of us trying to serve all of those constituents were we're caught in the middle. So it's great. It's great to hear that that evolution and that it's been a positive one. 
At Dominion DMS, we believe that we should provide the best possible DMS to our dealer clients, but we should also ensure that as we're doing that, that we're deeply integrated with all of their other software solutions like Update Promise, as well as their OEM providers. If you had one piece of advice for me and my team as we pursue um, gaining more market share in this market and in this industry uh, and continue this journey, what would that be? I think constant collaboration outside of the standard silos of the past, right? As technology providers, we grab dealers, we do focus groups, uh, but they tend to be very siloed. If we can take all of those stakeholders, take the OE, take providers like ourselves, DMS like yourself, the end users, and even get consumers into that mix and really create true focus groups, not siloed focus groups, I think we would learn a lot more, a lot quicker. And if we opened up our minds to execute as a collaborative team in that, I think that that's what really provides a change. Many other industries are doing it and the auto industry is really starting to do it, but it's still behind the times, right? That, that becomes really a foreign concept in many cases. And I think continuing to work to break down those silos of collaboration and communication is what's going to really help trust the industry into tomorrow. I couldn't agree more. And I think some of that was brought upon by us uh, as a DMS provider, sometimes considering our vendor partners as competitors. Um, we don't feel that way here at Dominion DMS. We truly feel that you are a partner in this journey with us. And so we'll strive to continue to collaborate with you and our, our common clients. Is there any advice you'd like to share with the dealers out there um, when they might be considering a purchase um, of a solution like Update Promise? How should they go about it? What should they do in order to make the best purchase decision for themselves? Yeah, I think one of the biggest advice is looking at your facility and what comes along with using new technology, right? A, it's a bigger investment in what they're investing into us. It is first off a cultural change. And then, you know, does your infrastructure within your dealership support it? A lot of times IT departments will, you know, look at it and go, well, my Wi-Fi is good. It, it's excellent. Yes, it is. But you've opened it up to not only all of your employees, but you've opened up to all your guests. And that can really funnel down to a bad experience for the interaction there. You know, you're uploading videos, you're uploading photos, the guests are on, you know, this program. <laughs> right, that program. And before you know it, like what you thought was great upload and download speed really is getting, you know, reduced with a good experience ultimately creating a bad experience. So, you know, you're trying to serve all those areas. So I would take a open approach to that. You know, we're seeing a lot more dealerships going to cellular devices. Uh, it allows them to service in the drive and not, you know, put a, a hindrance on that channel of Wi-Fi within the dealership, but also they become mobile, 
right? So if you do need to go pick up a car, drop off a car, you can create the same experience at the customer's house to pick it up and, and get them checked in, check them out. And that's what the customers of today are looking for is that complete digital experience where they need it, right? A lot of <clears throat> dealerships as well don't prepare for the cultural shift, right? They've got a lot of employees that have been doing it the same way for many, many years. And so along with what we call our pillars of success, we've implemented what's called change management. And that really is a important component of rolling out new technology. We forget the pressure that riders are under more and more, right? They're being paid at a, a good level. It's a good career, but there's a lot of personal pressures. And if they've been doing it for a while, we've increased all of those extra things for them to do on top of a different consumer with a higher expectation of engagement. So we will send out a team ahead of time by about three to four weeks. And we go through what's called change management. We'll do a complete site evaluation. We'll sit down with the groups of the employees and let them know what the owner or the management has decided to do. This is a change in the consumer experience and you need to be ready for that change, embrace that change. Technicians to be using a device and do video and photos and engaging, actually upselling on their own, that's a dynamic change. They get a little apprehensive. So we need to prepare them and give them confidence, educate them on what's coming. And so that when our tra actual trainers come in, they know what they're expecting, not like, I'm trying to turn a wrench today, just get out of my stall, right? Uh -huh. um, so letting our employees and our team members know ahead of time, I think is a big area of what change is coming. Don't just bring it to them and expect, well, today we're doing it this way. Right. You know, right. That change is hard and right. we need to prepare them and we need to, you know, listen to them, engage them, allow them to give us positive, negative feedback and recommendations. Maybe in your dealership, that process isn't going to work. So we need to adapt it a little bit differently. So I think that's the biggest area that recommendations I would have for dealerships is consider the impact of the end user and your employees and your team members, because it's hard. Um, mm -hmm. And when you do, they come up with a lot of good ideas. <laughs> they yeah. really will help, right? And if we listen to that, what we think would work they may go, that may work in that store, but it's not going to work here. But let me tell you what will. A lot of times we don't give them the opportunity to get to the, let me tell you what will work. And they'll start to embrace it. We just hear resistance. And uh, so if we can bring that collaboration together and prep them for the change, I think that's the biggest thing they can do. That's fantastic. It probably makes it easier on your team members that show up to do the install too, knowing that there was some groundwork uh, laid there. Absolutely. Um, so in summary then, if you're considering a service uh, efficiency end-to-end -end solution like Update Promise, make sure that you're not just buying into the technology, you're buying into a company that will provide the services associated with that process change as well. 
Well, Curtis, as we wrap up here today, we're both living and breathing the automotive industry. I've just recently moved my team into a new office here in Boca Raton. And we named, we named our conference rooms after muscle cars. We have one conference room left that is unnamed. So you coming out of the collision industry have probably seen a number of muscle cars in one stage or another of disrepair. What is your favorite muscle car? Okay, favorite muscle car. I don't really have a favorite muscle <laughs> car. I did collision repair, but <clears throat> I would take on about two to three uh, restorations a year. So one of my favorite vehicles is the Jaguar convertible 1965. Um, you know, it's just a classic. And so when you say muscle cars, I don't think that's considered a muscle car, <laughs> but it kind of stands out in, in, in my thought process of uh, considering what's, what's my favorite car. It's that classic uh, Jaguar convertible. Excellent. I myself am a convertible lover. I'm currently on my 11th convertible, so I can appreciate uh, your affinity for that particular model as well. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Curtis, and helping our dealers and our dealers out there really understand a little bit more about what Update Promise has to offer and how we can collaborate better in the future to drive more efficiency gains between our two products for our common clients. I appreciate your time today. Have a good rest of the week. You too. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you.